This is the Red Sox Precap with your hosts, Keaton DeRocher and Shelley Verstraight. Part of the Over the Monster Podcast Network. Welcome back to the Red Sox Precap Podcast, the podcast where we recap the series that just ended, preview the series that's about to start for the Boston Red Sox. I'm your host, Keaton DeRocher, joined as always by Shelley Verstraight. Uh, Shelley, we got to win. Got won the series. Uh, not didn't get the win today, but series got it. Uh, yeah, it was a pretty good series. Um, I was kind of like conflicted going into this, but we won two out of three, so that's a win, right? Yeah. Yeah. Agreed. Uh, the Boston Red Sox now sit tied uh, for first place in the American League East with the Rays, who are on a heater. They've won ten in a row, so. That'll work. That'll make up ground for you. <laughs> and they're a half game ahead of the Yankees, four and a half now ahead of Toronto. This weekend series, game one. Red Sox got the win 11 to 3. Pitching matchup was Martin Perez versus Aaron Nola. Perez looked really good in this start, went six innings, striking out seven, allowed three runs. Garrett Whitlock struck out two in his inning in two thirds, and then Darwinson came in uh, and struck out another three batters. Perez, um, I've said a lot about how he goes five innings and gives up two runs, uh, and he had two runs after five innings, and then they sent him back out there for the sixth, and it all went haywire. But still looked pretty strong. Still looked pretty strong. Um, what was your assessment of Perez? Uh, yeah, I mean, this is really, uh, I guess, kind of what we should expect from Perez. While he, you know, he doesn't go long in games and everything, but he just seems to just kind of, like, uh, hold the fort. He keeps it kind of close. Um, and going against the Phillies, like, I was expecting him to get torched, but he didn't get torched. So this is a really good outing for Perez. Um, he's really becoming, like, a good back-end starter type, and um, I kind of love it. Is he the most reliable Red Sox starting pitcher right now? Oh boy. Um, yes, I will say yes because you know what you. Maybe it's because I I have like a certain type of like expectation from Perez, and he just kind of seems to hold the line there. So, yeah. Yeah, you kind of expect number four, number five star type from him, and that's kind of what he gives you. So, yeah. I think I'm with you, and that, that surprises me. Yeah, but, totally. Uh, really, the Phillies, there was only two guys that did any damage in this game. Gene Segura went three for four. Alec Bohm went two for four, and that was five of their six hits. So, uh, really, everybody was really kept in check this entire game. However, for the Red Sox, uh, they unleashed scoring a whole bunch of runs and multi-hit games from Verdugo, who went three for three. Jenny Martinez went two for four. Bogarts went two for five. Devers went two for four. Vasquez went two for five. And uh, Danny Santana, leading off, making his season debut, hit a homer. Went one for five with a homer. Nice to see him out there. What was your, your thoughts of Santana's outing here? Um, I mean, I was glad to see it. I, I mean, I'm not the highest person on Danny Santana. Um, but I love that he, you know, just came in and hit a home run and hit like, his first game. Uh, uh, what I honestly, what I love about Z- uh, Santana joining the team, we have so much flexibility. 
right? And maybe this is just kind of like the Rays kind of just uh, way, just kind of like oozing yeah. into this team. Well, we have so many players that can, you know, play uh, play the infield, play the outfield. We just have so many way- ways that we can mix and match. And it's really interesting. Um, but I really did love that, you know, Santana just, you know, hit a run. He's been okay so far. So um, I like his addition. Yeah, I think it's a mixture of both. Because we've seen Cora favor those guys as well. And yeah. then obviously, you know, the race take it to maybe a bit of an extreme so you know it's something that bloom is familiar with getting those guys and they've done well so far um santana in game two also had a home run which we'll get into um actually i don't think we have any more notes for game one so yeah we'll just dive right into game two uh nate evaldi versus spencer howard who uh spencer howard was getting his first start of the year here the red sox took this one four three in a nice thrilling tense game uh nate evaldi won five and a third gave up Two runs, only struck out four, walked two. Finally gave up his first home run, which, Shelly, you correctly predicted in our last episode as we previewed this series um, as Evaldi was a bit too in the zone, and this was a tiny ballpark, and that is exactly what happened. Uh, Josh Taylor came in two-thirds of an inning, uh, finished the sixth, got a strikeout. Valdez went a third of an inning, gave up a walk and a run and a hit. Darwins and Hernandez again. Uh, two-thirds of an inning, two strikeouts, then Ottavino struck out the side, and Barnes got his 11th save. Are we are we seeing the very good Darwins and Hernandez again? Um, I think so. Um, I've been very high on uh, Darwins and for a while. And, um, yeah, I think that we're there. I think that we're in that window of, like, peak Darwins and where whenever he comes in, it's just going to be lights out. Um, I would love for him to get maybe some more like eight any work, you know, um, over Adovino. But if you have Hernandez, Adovino, and Barnes just on point, that is just an epic just shutdown that not many other teams have. I'd love to see it. It makes you feel great about this bullpen, yeah. right? <laughs> uh, yeah. Let's keep it going. Um, bit of an interesting ninth for Barnes as he allowed um, a hit and a walk and then was able to shut the door. Made it a little bit tense in that one-run game, but was able to get the job done. Uh, no multi-hit games. Uh, only seven hits for the Red Sox and seven hits for uh, the Phillies, but we had Plucky get one, Cordero got one, Santana hit another home run. Bogarts had one, Devers and Kike Hernandez, who came back from the injured list. Uh, that pretty much wraps it up for Game 2. Then we got to Game 3. That was today. This was the one that the Red Sox dropped. Um, or actually, wait, we didn't talk about Evaldi. How, what was your thoughts on Evaldi's performance in Game 2? Um, It was okay, right? Like, that when I was watching it... um. It was just kind of okay. Like, it wasn't like that lights out stuff that we saw at the beginning of the season, but it wasn't horrible. It was just kind of okay. And I just, honestly, I just really expect a little bit more um, from Eovaldi. Yeah, I'm with you. I, I agree with that. It wasn't, it wasn't great, but it was certainly not 
you know, poor by any means. He did give up five yeah. hits in his five innings along with the two walks. So basically all of the production that the Phillies got came off of him with the exception of Valdez one hit and one run. Um, but it's it's getting a little shaky, a little uneasy throwing yeah. Valdez out there. And I, I wonder if this is uh, the past couple of years we've seen when he's gotten shaky, he's been hurt and he's had to go on the DL for a bit. And it feels like maybe we're heading towards that direction. Hope mm-hmm. that's not the case, and I hope you can kind of work through this, but definitely something to keep an eye on going forward. Game three today. Phillies finally got the better of the Red Sox. They won 6-2. to uh, Zach Wheeler was the story of this game. He was exactly who we thought he would be in the, <laughs> the last episode when we previewed this series. He struck out 12 batters in seven and a third innings of work. Erod did not have it. He struggled mightily. Uh, four innings, five hits, three walks, gave up four earned runs, did strike out six, which was good to see. He also gave up a homer. What were your thoughts on, uh, really, I guess kind of like both these starting pitchers? Oh, they, uh, yeah, uh, Wheeler absolutely was just phenomenal, um, against, you know, the Red Sox, uh, today. Um, but Erod, yeah, he, um, I don't think that uh, Rodriguez is necessarily in a good place. I I think we're, quote-unquote, in, like, the bad um, Rodriguez phase where he just is not crisp. He's he's just not really that great. I I still believe in him. I, I still think that he can get back to dominating, but he goes to the through these stretches of just not being great. And I think that uh, we're in that stretch right now. Like he's been um, pretty poor for the last couple of outings. Yeah. Kind of a tale of two months here in April. Four starts went four and zero with a 3.52 ERA, 26 strikeouts and 23 innings, only two walks. Uh, and now in basically the same sample size in May, uh, he's one in three with a 6.48 ERA, 28 strikeouts and 25 innings, but nine walks and just a whole lot of runs. He's given up four or more runs in four of his last five starts. Uh, where are you on the panic meter? Um, can I say like a three out of five? Because sure, uh, yeah, I mean, I wasn't a big Erod fan like coming into the season because of all these up and down stuff. But just knowing everything that he had to deal with last year, adding more innings, yeah, I'm a little bit concerned. That's actually a really good point. I mean, basically missing an entire year and then ramping up again and then kind of had that roadblock at the start of the season. Uh, He started off really well and kind of gave maybe a bit of a false hope. Uh, So I guess we shouldn't have been too concerned that he he would have some inconsistencies, but I bet... By the end of the year, he's going to be more consistent than not. Yeah, I agree. Just a bit of a rough patch right now. Uh, for the Red Sox, they only mustered four hits today. Kike Hernandez did get two of them. Devers hit a home run in the ninth inning. And Franchi Cordero launched a ball uh, almost 500 feet. Um, <laughs> got a, Franchi Cordero had a couple hits in this series. Do you feel a little bit better about him? Or is it just you still not great? <laughs> Um, I was, uh, uh, 
I feel a little bit better, right? Like that bump was honestly like the hardest hit ball. Seriously, the hardest hit ball this year. Um, it it was it was just unbelievable. But even that being said, I still don't trust him. Um, like Jaren Duran. I, I mean, I'm just I'm just gonna be on this train. <laughs> Jaren Duran is just killing it in AAA, and I would rather uh, see Jaren Duran than Frenchie Cordero because I believe more in Duran than Cordero. But you know, I I give a Cordero a little bit of uh, you know, I, I I give him some credit for just being he he's starting to kind of sort of turn it around. Um, but I need to see a little bit more protection from that spot, to be honest. I'm with you on that. Who is your MVP of the series? Um, outside of Zach Wheeler, who absolutely demolished uh, <laughs> the the Red Sox, can I go? Dang it! I hate to all just kind of like default to this guy, but Zeta Bogarts. Um, he is just the. Just the prototypical, just MVP of this team. So I'm just going to default to Xander. Even though he had the third game off, um, he just kills it. Yeah, I'm going to go Devers. Had a couple homers in the series, a couple, yeah. uh, had a handful of hits. But I mean, I feel like we're going to be saying those two names quite a lot yeah. <laughs> this year. So I'm yeah. not going to fault you for going to Bogarts. Uh, all right, that will that will do it for this Phillies series. We will preview the Braves after a quick break. As we mentioned, the Red Sox currently sit tied atop the uh, AL East. The Braves are a game and a half behind the Mets in the NL East. They actually have a day off tomorrow or today as you're listening to this, and then a quick two-game series, and then another day off. So uh, a nice restful week here for the Red Sox. Game one, we've got Garrett Richards versus Charlie Morton. Game two, Nick Pavetta versus Drew Smiley. Shelly, what are your initial thoughts of these matchups? Um, I'm a little bit scared. Um, <laughs> um, because I, I mean, I know how much you like Garrett Richards. Um, but with his last start, with like all of those walks, I'm a bit concerned. Um, with him, you know, facing Atlanta, and then I don't know what I feel about the. Pavetta, I never feel great. Like, I always feel on shaky ground. So, yeah, this is going to be a really interesting series. It's going to be a fun series. Um, I, it's very exciting. I'm excited to watch, but I'm not looking forward to the pitching matchup, sadly. Yeah, I think both teams are kind of getting, like, interesting guys on, on both sides. Morton, his last outing was... Just ridiculous. Uh, Smiley's been pretty interesting. Obviously, Pavetta's been really interesting for the Red Sox, and Richards has been a lot better as of late, but has had his stumbling blocks as well. So it's kind of a mixed bag in the pitching matchups. But both of these lineups are really good, and it feels like they're both going to feast. Yeah. For the Braves, uh, Ronald Acuna leads the majors with 15 homers. Freddie Freeman's right behind him with 12. Uh, Ozzy Elbies has 9. Austin Riley has 9. Dansby Swanson has 8. Marcelo Zuna has seven, which has really kind of come on recently. He had a really bad first month of the season. He's really kind of turned it on and caught up to these other guys. Uh, there's a lot of power in, in these lineups. And I think, surprisingly enough for the Red Sox, they actually have 
two solid pitchers going in there that could kind of they could actually either give up like five or none so <laughs> it could kind of go either way but um based on how the the other pitchers in this uh, rotation are pitching they may have the the two better guys to stifle a power lineup like this um kind of what are your what's your read here of the Braves offense um yeah i i i'm i'm very scared like i've been uh maybe one of like the lower uh kind of uh voices here on the otm network over on richards and pavetta like i'm just like super scared um i'm hoping that we can win one of these games i mean i love our lineup but uh, acuna freeman albies azuna riley who is on a heater i'm mm, i'm pretty scared to be honest it's a rather difficult lineup. Yeah. <laughs> That's for sure. Yeah. Um, yeah. I'm with you on Pavetta, but I think I'm starting to kind of turn on that. Like he just keeps playing with fire, but at some point, you know, eventually if he just consistently does it, it kind of is who he is. And I think I'm starting to, to buy into that as weird as that feels to say. Yeah. How, what does, what does that feel like to say? Like, seriously, it does feel great. <laughs> <laughs> And it kind of feels like now that I'm going to buy in, then he's going to get drilled. But Yeah, oh boy. Hoping that I didn't, you know, put the jinx on him. <laughs> but what is your prediction for the series uh, and series MVP? Um, I'll go, I think we'll split the series. This is a quick, you know, little two-game, little split here. Um, uh, but I guess for um, MVP, I don't know. Um, I'll go with Pavetta because he has boggled my mind the entire, <laughs> the entire year. And he is just yeah. going to like, just mow down the Braves, um, you know, the Atlanta lineup. So I'm going to go with Pavetta just for funsies. I also feel a split. I'm going to go with Richards, go the other pitcher. Okay. So let's keep that hot streak going. All right. Well, you can find both of us at Over the Monster, where we've done roundtables and such. And you can find both of us on Twitter. You can find me at Spoken Keats. You can find Shelly at ShellyV underscore 643. Red Sox have an off day, and then this two-game series, and then another off day. And then they're back for a three-game series over the weekend against the Marlins. So we will be with you again later in the week. Thanks for listening.